Burgundy hymnals, please. 264. I'd like to ask you guys to sing verses 1 and 3 with me to open up this morning for this. 264, verses 1 and 3. I gave my life for thee, my precious blood I shed, that thou my friends on thee and with and from the dead. I gave, I gave my life for thee, what hast thou done for me? I gave, I gave my life for thee, what hast thou done for me? I suffered much for thee, more than thy tongue can tell. questions to ask ourselves what have we given and what have we borne for the Lord this is a solemn assembly we're gathered here today in God's house and we know by his spirit that God's walking among his candlesticks this morning we gather to worship God with reverence and praise we want the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart to be acceptable in his sight our Lord our strength and our Redeemer I opened up with this song to get us slowed down from the rat race of life that we live in today, help us change gears from freeway speed, slow down that treadmill, as Pastor just talked about, um, to more of amusing meditation of be still and know that I am God. And the Lord is in His holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before Him. I don't have a new martyr for you today. But my goal is to spend a few minutes asking you some questions that I've asked myself while preparing for this presentation. Encourage you to live soberly, righteously, and godly. Run your race as well, as did this myriad of martyrs that we've gone before us. We've already heard about much this year. And in 2014, Brother Stephen gave us about 50 other examples to consider. Brother Zach Hunsader's verse a few weeks ago in humble praise from Isaiah 6.3 was convicting. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Amen. Do I slow down enough to think on those things and ask the Lord, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me. Lead me in the way everlasting. We could not have the mental and spiritual fortitude these martyrs had that have gone before us enduring what they did without having all of our sins confessed and walking fully in the spirit and not in the flesh. That's right. Are we all at peace with one another? No bitterness, anger. Have all of our sins confessed to worship the great God in heaven today and give him praise he so deserves. 
Who will God keep in perfect peace? Those minds who are stayed on Him. Why? Because He trusteth in Thee. And there's nothing between our souls and the Savior. We have communion today. This should be our attitude of reverence, fear, have our sins confessed as we approach that table later today. Brother Zach Pipkin got me thinking last week. His illustration of reaching up in the clouds, pulling down a martyr from under the altar of God to make this real and to make us think. Those martyrs in history are real and precious souls that are crying out for God to avenge their blood from Revelation 6. It was unjustly shed on earth. Luke 18, 7 and 8. And shall not God avenge his own elect which cry day and night unto him, though he bear along with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Yes. He loves all those under that special place of his altar, and he will avenge them one day soon. I struggle with what to say today for this presentation. I want it to be profitable for all that hear. I don't want these presentations this year to be just a few minutes of history or a story about a martyr that gave up their lives many years ago, but it's so foreign from us or anything we've ever witnessed or experienced around us that it doesn't have any profit for our souls. And we don't make a change for the better after hearing these. What effect do these cloud of witnesses have on your life? This song that we just sang is Jesus saying to us, I gave my life for thee, my precious blood I shed, that thou might ransom be and quicken from the dead. I gave, I gave my life for thee, what hast thou given for me? I suffered much for thee, more than thy tongue can tell of bitterest agony. To rescue thee from hell, I've borne, I've borne it all for thee. What hast thou borne for me? Think about the questions. What have we given and what have we borne? The martyrs gave and bore a lot even unto death. Yes. We know from Hebrews 11, they were stoned, sawn asunder, tempted, Slain with a sword, they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, and more. We have accounts in Fox's book of martyrs, several others that you can read and consider. Muse on these questions this week ahead. What have I given and what have I borne? And what more can I do for Christ to walk a pleasing Christian life before him? Because we have the example of such a cloud of witnesses that have borne and suffered much and then gone before us in martyrdom, are we striving to lay aside every weight and those sins which do easily beset us? These martyrs could not have sins unconfessed and go to the stake with the firmness and soundness of mind that they did. If you haven't read through some of these books, I recommend that you do it. Uh, even Fox's book is on Audible. You can listen to it. It has records all the way from the first century until the 16th century. Um, I've been through it a couple times this year. It's a good exercise for sober reading, reflection of what these saints have gone through before us. We may not ever face such atrocities that we read about in history of the Dark Ages, but the devil does have other tactics now to destroy and devour any who may be weak in the spirit and let this world steal their, steal their joy yes, and their hearts. That's right. Are you running your race well in this Christian walk, and could you go to the stake and die for your faith if called to do so? When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? 
even if God doesn't have physical persecution in our future, we still have a war to fight right. in the life as Christians. Second Corinthians 10, but though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, mm -hmm. casting down imaginations, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Are we revenging all disobedience against God? Paul beseeches us by saying, Brethren, by the mercies of God, present your bodies a living sacrifice, right. yes. holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We've had Roland Taylor, John Hooper, Ann Askew, Mrs. Prest, young lad Polio, Helen Stark, Hans and Hedrick, Scoblant, Hughes, Cummins, Joan Boucher, Richard Woodman, Pastor Gerard, and a young lady named Elizabeth, along with many other martyrs, already presented to us this year. These and all that have gone before us in this way finished their course well. They're examples to mark and follow on this straight and narrow path that leads to heaven. I want to exhort you and me to run with patience the race that's set before us. Hebrews 12, we haven't resisted on the blood, striving against sin. Right, right. Jerry said a few years ago, let's get bloody and fight against these carnal bodies of minds and flesh and mortify the deeds thereof. Let's look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, and live victorious lives and be more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen. Amen.